Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Knock On Sports Show Podcast as we get ready for the Montana AA high school football season. I am your host, Anthony Knockreiner. If you like the show, please consider hitting the subscribe button. Hope everyone had a safe and fun 4th of July holiday. We have 49 days till the season starts. On today's episode, we'll take a look at the Western AA Conference's schedules, who has the toughest and what are the must-see games on everybody's schedule. We'll also have a very special guest join us on the show today. Ways to support the show? There are a few. Please consider becoming a Patreon member. Go to the Knock On Sports on Podbean and click on the Become a Patreon Member button. There, for as little as a dollar, you can help support the show. Again, these funds go into the podcast and especially upgrading equipment. Also, business owners and leaders, this show reaches a very passionate fan base, so I can get your message out to so many AA faithful. Email me at knockonsports at gmail.com. Please consider this, especially as we move closer to the season. First order of business I want to talk about is the Troy Strong Blood Drive. Saw these great numbers from Callie and Wes Ross as they showed the impact of the Troy Strong Blood Drive in the month of June. Check out these numbers. An average of 25% new blood donors, 757 units of blood, potentially 2,271 lives saved. That is the impact of the June Drive over the last couple of years. Keep Living Troy Strong and keep help saving lives by donating blood. These are great numbers, and I'd also like to reiterate again, you don't have to only do it in June. Every eight weeks, you can give blood, and it goes to help so many people. Now let's dive into where have they been. It's a little light this week as we're coming off the July 4th holiday weekend. I know some camps are going to be ramping up. We've got some 7-on-7 competitions that will be going on in the coming weeks. We'll try and get you any results that we can from those events here on the Knock On Sports Show podcast. But something that we did have earlier this week was a commitment. Caden Hewitt announced that he was committing to the University of Montana, one of the top quarterbacks in AA football and the number one overall recruit, according to 247 Sports. So fantastic job by him being the number one recruit and the Grizz by getting one of the top quarterbacks in double-A football. Speaking of Caden Hewitt, the man has been a baller since his sophomore season. This is the man's stat line going into his senior year. 261 completions out of 460 attempts, 3,400 yards, 33 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Also second-team All-State quarterback from a year ago, and he joins me right now on the Knock On Sports phone line. Caden, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. On Thursday, you announced that you decided you're going to commit to the University of Montana, commit to the Maroon and Silver and the Grizz. Uh, what ultimately led to your decision committing to the University of Montana? Definitely the coaches. The coaches there have been really good to me. Um, they've been talking to me a lot, giving me a lot of uh, tips and stuff like that, working with me. And after my visit, I love the facilities. My degree's there. Uh, I love the campus and everything's good. I like Missoula, so it, and it felt right. And I committed to the Grizz, and I love what I did. What was the impact? Of the, when you talk about the coaches talking to you, what was really um, the biggest thing for you? Like, I, I know for some other players, it's I just felt like they were honest with me. They, they, they weren't faking it to me. They were giving me the real stuff. They were giving me the real deal on what the situation was going to be like. What was the most important thing for you when you were talking to the coaches and what you took away? That's exactly what it is. They're, they're honest to me. They gave me the real details. They were great. They're great coaches. I want to be coached by them, and they know a lot of stuff about the game of football. 
Um, they got great reputation, and yeah, they just were, they're just great people. The facilities you talked about, I've been inside there. That, that place, the locker room itself is fantastic. The weight room looks amazing as well. So just speak to that. How much did the facilities play a part in, in just what you kind of envision yourself? Hey, how you can work out, how you prepare yourself. Yeah, the Champion Center at the Grizz is amazing. The I never been into the uh, weight room until, like, my visit, and I didn't know it was that big and it's huge. So there's a lot of room in there. The whole team can be in there. The locker room is great. It's really nice. You got foosball, you got ping pong, a lot of stuff like that. You got a bunch of TVs, and it's it's top notch. All their facilities and their stadium is amazing. Just when that thing's packed, it's so loud, and that's the best thing about it. I was going to say, uh, Caden, along with that, man, what's the recruiting process been like for you? You've been a sophomore starting quarterback. Uh, what's it been like these last couple of years leading up to your senior year? Uh, the recruiting process, in my opinion, is the best thing. Uh, that can happen to an athlete. It's so fun. It's fun to talk to colleges, see what they offer, talk to all these new coaches. And I had a lot of fun. I talked to a bunch of coaches, Pac-12 coaches, Mountain West coaches, uh, Big Sky coaches, all those guys. And all of them are awesome. They do great with their athletes and stuff like that. And it's been a great recruiting process for me. Now, I can only imagine the amount of mail that you get on a regular basis uh, <laughs> during the recruiting process. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's fun to read them, and they're all handwritten, and it's awesome. I, I like what the coaches talk, uh, say, and it's it's fun. It's just fun to interact with these coaches. What's the coolest piece of mail that you got, or was there anything that stood out to you? I think my favorite piece of mail was, uh, I forgot what coach, but it was one of the good coaches, and he drew a whole play up on, on one of these postcards, and he was like, this is what's going to happen if you come to Montana. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, we're with Caden Hewitt, the senior Helena High quarterback and commit to the University of Montana to play for the Grizzlies after he's done with his high school career. Uh, Caden, let's talk about uh, you getting ready for this senior season here. Um, what's your summer been like in, in terms of the workout? Have you been every single day when you wake up, all right, what workouts are you going to do? Uh, how much of that have you spent on during the summer? So uh, Coach Evans does a great job in the weight room for us. He has a whole plan. We go Monday through Thursday. At 5.50, well, we get there at 5.50, we warm up, we lift, we do uh, legs Monday, arms Tuesday, and then back and shoulders Thursday, I mean Wednesday, and then we do, like, stretching and agility stuff on Thursday, and then we're off Friday. But, yeah, Coach Evans does a great job with us. He pushes us, he makes us work hard, and then after that, we throw every day, so that's nice. Well, for you, Caden, what do you spend time on working with yourself, whether it's in your backyard or if you go to a park, you know, take whether it be, you know, 10 minutes, an hour, uh, do you take time like, hey, all right, I want to work on my footwork for, you know, a number of reps or uh, pinpoint accuracy, things like that. Are you doing any of those kinds of things? Yeah, me and my uh, quarterback coach, Sean Kraft, he's great. And uh, we work footwork every day, throwing, mechanics every day, do all the little things. And then we get with the, the receivers and we throw with the receivers every day and, it's just a lot of work, but it's worth it. Now, Kane, obviously last summer was really, really weird for everybody, as we know, and obviously we're still dealing with some remnants of it uh, with COVID and everything, but how great is it to kind of get back to a normal summer where you're able to work out with your teammates, you're able to see your guys every day and, and be able to just work out and go to camps again? That's a lot better. Like last year I couldn't go, couldn't go to any camps, and this year I went to a bunch, and it was fun, got a lot of exposure, and, like, the lifting, like last year, is, is minimal, and we couldn't be with everyone, and now we're with all of our teammates in the, in the weight room, and 
it's upbeat. We're listening to music, and it's just fun. It's a lot more fun. Kane, you're the number one ranked recruit in Montana, according to 247. Uh, what does that honor mean for you? I mean, it's a great honor. I love it. It's it's people showing that they think that I'm the best player in Montana, and that's that's huge, and I like that, and um, it's an honor. How much does that motivate you to, to make sure that you keep that number one spot? It definitely pushes me a lot more because I want to keep that number one spot, like you said. So, yeah, it definitely pushes me. Right now we're with Caden Hewitt, the senior quarterback for the Helena High Bengals. As they get ready, they'll take on Great Falls on August 27th to get the 2021 season started. And with that, Caden, you're one of many great quarterbacks uh, this season, and you're going to be taking on Reed Harris uh, when you guys play Great Falls uh, that first week of the season. You also got Isaiah Clonch over at Billings West. So just kind of give me your thoughts with the, the group that you guys have at quarterback this year and the guys that you're uh, competing against. Those guys you said, those guys are studs. They can throw the ball. They can run. They're athletes. And Reed Harris, it's going to be a great game against them. Our first game in Great Falls are a great team. They got a good front. The running back's really good. And we're going to be have to we're going to have to watch out for Reed because he's a stud. And Isaiah Clunch, they got a great team over at West. Uh, he can throw the ball. He's a good athlete. And yeah, it's great. It's a great quarterback competition this year. And then uh, talking about the guys that you have on your team, Marcus Evans, a guy that's also committed to the Grizz. He'll be joining you there in Missoula as well. But uh, great linebacker, does a great job defensively. I know he does a lot of things for your guys' team. But I am curious, I have to ask, the way you two guys are, how competitive you guys are, how much trash talking happens between the offense and the defense in a given practice? Uh, I don't – I mean, I can't really talk any crap. Okay. Back myself, but, um there's a lot of chirping between Forrest and Marcus and Josh and Devin Lorenz. He likes to, he likes to talk a little during practice and chase McGann. But it's all fun. We all love each other and it's just playing the game. It's, it's fun time at practice when we go 11 on 11. This is your senior year. So these are the guys that you're going to finish out your career with with Helena High. What do you think about the group that you guys have and, and the characters and the personalities that you have in the locker room? Our senior class is awesome. I love, I love every one of them. Uh, we get along really well. So it'll be last year's senior group. We got along really well. They're they're a great senior group senior group last year and this year we have a good one too and we just get along, we always hang out with each other and we're just a tight tight group. We'll finish up here with just a few more questions with the senior quarterback, Caden Hewitt, the number one recruit in Montana, according to 247 Sports. Uh, Caden, who's a quarterback that you look up to that inspires you maybe or a guy that you want to model your game after? I, re- I like watching Justin Herbert uh, at Oregon. He he stood out to me. He was a great leader. He threw the ball well. He's a great athlete, and he's great. He had a great rookie year, and uh, I just look up to him. He's he's an awesome guy. And speaking of the guys that you look up to, who inspires you the most? Definitely my dad. He's he's been he's been through it all. He went to the Pac-10, played for Oregon State. He pushes me. He is a great leader for me, and I look up to him. And he's an he's an awesome dad. Cade, my final question for you. What is your goal, your biggest goal this season? Um, definitely lead my team to the state championship. I mean, Helena High hasn't won one since, I don't know, 1931, I think, and that's a big, that's a big, uh, check, checklist, uh, box on my list to check off. And I know my, all my seniors want to win a state championship. And my coaches want to win a state championship. So that's my biggest goal this year. Caden Hewitt joining us here on the Knockout Sports Show Hotline. He is the number one recruit. He gets ready for his senior year at Helena High. Caden, you have a great rest of your day, man. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me.
Absolutely fantastic conversation with senior quarterback Caden Hewitt. Really enjoyed that. And again, thanks so much for Caden for stopping by the show and chatting with us and giving us a little insight into his decision to commit to the Grizz. Hopefully here on the Knock On Sports Show podcast, now that I have somewhat figured out the phone interview situation, hopefully we'll get some more players on. And like I said earlier, we're going to start getting coaches on as early as next week. So now let's take a look at the Western AA Conference schedules. I'm breaking down each team in the Western AA Conference schedule, what's the primetime game, and what's the key stretch for them. I'm also determining who has the toughest schedule in the Western AA Conference, and then at the end I will release my rankings 1-16 through on who has the toughest schedule according to their opponent's winning percentage. Let's start with the defending champ Sentinel Spartans who went 10-0. The teams the Spartans will face a combined record is 38-37, which lends it to a 506 opponent winning percentage. Sentinel will be at home against West, go on the road against Bozeman and Hellgate, then come back home to see Glacier, then go on the road for two weeks at Helena and Flathead, then Sentinel comes home to play Big Sky and Capital and will go on the road to take on the Butte Bulldogs to finish up the season. Overall, the Spartans have the target on them. Everybody will look to dethrone the reigning kings of the AA. Sentinel will be tested quickly with a matchup against West and all of its talented playmakers. Sentinel lost a lot, but the cupboard is far from bare. The question will be how ready will the guys be for this big-time game to start the season. Sentinel also gets a tough test in Bozeman. Opening up conference play is where I think the key stretch for them is. We could find out early if Sentinel will repeat as the tip of the spear in the West. Looking at Sentinel's primetime game, I said it last week for Billings West. I'll say it for Sentinel. It's that opener against each other, what looks like a rematch of the state championship game. Now, it's not really a rematch, obviously, because it's not the same rosters. But again, seeing these two teams play each other once again as they were the last two teams to play each other in the last season. This is a primetime game. We're talking about Sunday night football, Monday night football, or the ABC game of the night for college football. This game will be a showcase of great talent by both. Both teams will have size, so who will win that battle along the front? Which playmakers can make more plays? The receivers of West versus the secondary of Sentinel. The Spartans here can make a statement with a win that they are not going anywhere. But even if this is a loss for Sentinel, I think this could be a potential playoff matchup down the line. Either way, a very exciting game. Looking at the key stretch, it has to be the first half of the schedule for the Spartans. They don't get a break to try and warm things up as they get into the season. West and Bozeman are games that won't kill them in the conference picture, but are games that send a message early on. Then Sentinel, after Hellgate, gets Glacier and Helena, the two teams that were behind them last year. If Sentinel loses either game, I think that opens up the Western crown. If they go 2-0, that could mean Sentinel will hold their crown for another season. Now let's take a look at the Helena High Bengals, who went 6-2. They finished as the number two seed in the West. The combined record of the teams on the Bengals' schedule is 38-37, which is a 506 winning percentage. Helena High will start the season on the road against Great Falls and then come back home to play senior. In conference play, they'll open up on the road as they'll take on the Butte Bulldogs and the Hellgate Knights in the first two weeks of conference action. Helena High will come back home in weeks 5 and 6 to take on Sentinel and Glacier, and then Helena High will go on the road to take on the Flathead Braves and Kalispell. Then Helena High will be home for the final two weeks as they take on Big Sky and then have their crosstown matchup against the Capitol Bruins. 
Helena has an exciting schedule. With the talent this team has this year, they are in every game, if not the favorites. The non-conference schedule lends to exciting games with great matchups. As I mentioned, the opener is a great quarterback battle between Harris and Hewitt. Helena ended Senior's 27-game winning streak back in 2018, so there's some history between Helena and Senior as well. The defensive talent of Senior versus the Helena offensive talent and quarterback Caden Hewitt. Conference-wise for Helena, it won't be easy. Getting Butte out of the gate again, and then Hellgate looks to be tough, followed by a run of top contenders in the West and Sentinel and Glacier. If Helena can go 2-0, or even 1-1, they give themselves a chance to be the conference champions and have the one seed in the West and potentially have everybody come through Helena. The primetime game for the Bengals. I said it was great falls in Helena last week when I was breaking down the East, but for this episode, I think for the Bengals, it's against the Sentinel Spartans. Hewitt will want one more crack at Sparty. Helena comes in with the more experienced quarterback. The Bengals' defense will also want some payback for last season, as this was the game that they gave up the most points last season. Again, a game with a bunch of talent on the field. Helena's key stretch. For Helena, it's simple. It's a two-game stretch. It's the games against Sentinel and Glacier back-to-back. They'll tell us if Helena will take the Western crown. Helena's defense will have to contend with the size and athletes of Sentinel, and then they'll have to try and stop the big bruising back from Glacier along with their weapons on the outside. If Helena goes 2-0, they have the inside track. Now let's take a look at the number three seeded team in the West, and that's the Glacier Wolfpack, who went 6-3 a year ago. The Pack combined opponent's record is 29-41, a combined winning percentage of 4-1-4. Glacier will open up the season at home against the Belgrade Panthers, then travel to Great Falls to take on CMR to finish up non-conference play. When it comes to the conference action, Glacier will open the season at home against the Big Sky Eagles, then travel down to Missoula Sentinel. Then Glacier comes back home to take on the Capitol Bruins, gets ready to go on the road to take on Helena and Butte. Glacier then will finish up with their crosstown rival Flathead Braves and the Hellgate Knights. Overall, the Wolfpack have a favorable schedule. Only four teams with a winning record last season. Glacier will start things off against Belgrade, who is looking for its first win since 2019. CMR can be a tough game with how much they have coming back. The Wolfpack have Sentinel and Helena to spread out over two out of the three weeks. Glacier starts at home and finishes at home. The primetime game is Glacier versus Sentinel. It has to be Sentinel. Doesn't matter what the records are, this rivalry game has seen almost everything. I remember the high-scoring affair from 2016 at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Rendino was stuffed last year by the Sentinel defense, and he's going to want some payback for that. On top of that, Glacier wants the Western AA crown. In order to get that, the Wolfpack will have to do that on the road in Week 4 as well as Week 6. Both teams that the Glacier Wolfpack won atop, Sentinel and Helena, are on the road this season. Now looking at Glacier's key stretch. The Wolfpack will see Sentinel in Week 4, Capital Week 5, and Helena in Week 6. Capital will be tough as they always are, and if Glacier wants to get home playoff games, they're going to have to try and secure a first-round bye. Glacier went on the road in the second round of the playoffs last year. They're going to want to change that this season. If they can go 3-0 in this stretch, that leads to that goal. But those are pivotal games against Sentinel and Helena, again, on the road. Let's go to Butte, where the Bulldogs were 4-4 four four last season and the number four seed in the West. The Bulldogs' opponent's combined record is 40-35 with a winning percentage of 533. Butte opens up the season at Billings Senior and then will be at home against the Great Falls Bison. 
Butte will open up conference play with a home game against the Helena High Bengals. Then Butte will go on the road to take on Flathead and Big Sky. Back home to take on Capital and Glacier. Then one last time on the road to Missoula to take on the Hellgate Knights and the Butte Bulldogs will finish up the season against the Sentinel Spartans in Week 9. Overall, Butte has a tough schedule. It could be really exciting, though, depending on the quarterback play for the Bulldogs. At senior, will be a good test early on. Then at home versus Great Falls also has the potential to be a great game. Conference-wise, Butte won't get the top three right in a row. They get them spread out in weeks three, seven, and nine. Butte is a team with this schedule. They'll have something on the line by week nine. Could be a home playoff game. Could be trying to seal a playoff berth. Now looking at Butte's primetime game. I think it's Butte hosting Capital. This game last year was entertaining on both ends. Hell, the two games they played made up a good percentage of the only close games played all last year. Butte will want some payback for a playoff exit. And again, I think this is a key game to possibly who gets the inside track to a home playoff game. Two tough football teams with a ton of pedigree. This is going to be a fun one. Looking at Butte's key stretch, has to be the last four games of the season. Hosting Capital and Glacier in Week 6 and 7, then on the road to Missoula Hellgate and hosting Sentinel in Week 9. Butte, I think, if they handle business on the front end, could set themselves up for the home playoff game. The key games will be Capital and Hellgate, as those are the teams that will be also competing for that four seed. If Butte can grab a win over Glacier or Sentinel, that's a big boost and maybe even propels them to a higher seed. But if they don't and they play close with them, I think that could spring Butte as a very dangerous playoff team. Now let's take a look at the Capital Bruins. They went 4-5 and five last year, and they were the 5 seed. Their opponent's combined record from 2020 was 44-32, and 32, a 578 winning percentage. Capital will start the season off at home against the Bozeman Hawks, then travel to Billings to take on West. Capital then opens up conference play with two in a row at home against Flatted and Big Sky. Capital will then go back up to Kalispell to take on the Glacier Wolfpack and then go to Butte to take on the Bulldogs. Capital returns home to face Hellgate, travels to Missoula to take on Sentinel in Week 8, and finishes off the season with a crosstown rivalry game against the Helena High Bengals in Week 9. The Bruins have a tough schedule. They are playing both teams that made the state title game last year and were a combined 19-1. Add a tough Bozeman group plus the tough Western AA Conference. Capital drew the short end of the scheduling stick. Again, it's not like they get to pick their schedule because it's a rotation, but this is not easy at all. The good news is for the Bruins, they open at home and finish at home as well. And the top three seeds are somewhat spread out. Sentinel and a rivalry game against Helena to end it will be tough, but in the middle is where the Bruins' season will be made for the playoffs. Capitals' primetime game is the rivalry game against the Helena High Bengals. The Bruins and Bengals have played some close ones over the last few years. A 12-6 loss for Capital last year, a 7-6 win in 2019, a 20-17 loss in 2018, and a 9-0 loss in 2017, and a 3-0 win in 2016. The last time there was a double-digit margin, it was 2015. Safe to say, no matter the records, it's a close game at the end of the year. Capital also will have more than just bragging rights on the line. I really think the four seed will be in play that final week. Key stretch for the Bruins, it's the middle of the season, weeks three through seven. Capital beat three out of the five teams last year in almost a fourth. Capital will see Flatted, Big Sky at home, and then Glacier and Butte on the road and finish off with Hellgate. 
I think Capital will need wins versus Butte, Flatted, Big Sky, and Hellgate to secure that number four seed. They will need to be 4-0 if they pick up another win somewhere, but it's great if they do. But any splits in those games opens up the possibility of Capital either being on the road versus being at home for the playoffs. The middle of the season is going to make it or break it for the Bruins. You're listening to the Knock On Sports Show podcast. I am your host, Anthony Knockreiner, as we are talking about the toughest schedules in the Western AA, and we are breaking down every team in the Western AA Conference and their schedule. Let's take a look at the Big Sky Eagles. They were 2-6 last year and were the number six seed in the West. The Eagles' opponent's combined record is 35-38, with a winning percentage of 479. Big Sky will start the season on the road at Gallatin, then come back home to take on the Skyview Falcons in Week 2. Big Sky then will go on the road to take on Glacier in Capital in the opening weeks of conference play. Big Sky will then be home against Butte, Hellgate, and Sentinel. Big Sky will finish off the season with a road game at Helena and then a home game against the Flathead Braves to wrap it up. I like Big Sky's schedule. I think it's a really exciting schedule then for t- potentially. I think Big Sky has playmakers, and as I said on Nuanez now earlier this week, Big Sky will have to figure out the quarterback position. But if they get solid play, I think this is a team that is once again in the mix for the postseason. Gallatin and Skyview are games that I think are good matchups for the Eagles, and we'll find out where they're at and how much they need to improve. Conference-wise, they open up with Glacier and then have Sentinel. Helena towards the back end. Last year, Flathead and Big Sky went into the final week with a lot of playoff scenarios. I think that could happen once again. And speaking of Big Sky versus Flathead, I think this is the primetime game of the season for Big Sky, especially at the end of the year. The Eagles and the Braves have played some entertaining games over the past couple of seasons. Last year, both teams combined for over 100 points. They played a close game in the year before that, and both have had big playoff implications. Plus, it'll be a former alum. You're talking about uh, head coach for the Flatted Braves, Alex Cummings, a alum of Big Sky High School, and he'll be going up against his alma mater as a first-year head coach. Should be a heck of a game, and I think one that for Big Sky has big playoff implications. The key stretch for the Eagles, if they want to make the playoffs again, they'll need to grab wins against Capital Butte and Hellgate. Big Sky was able to beat Flathead and Hellgate last season to advance to the playoffs. If Big Sky can grab two out of three wins in that stretch, I think that guarantees them a playoff spot with a game against Flat to try and seal it and move themselves up in seeding. Again, I don't think the Big Sky coverts are bare at all, but it will be tough because the West is just never that easy. Let's go across town where the Hellgate Knights were the seventh seed in the West last year. They went 1-6 overall. Their opponent's combined record is 34-38 with a 472 winning percentage. Hellgate will open up the season at home to take on CMR, then go on the road to take on Belgrade. Hellgate opens up conference play with four straight home games. Hellgate will see Sentinel, Helena, Flathead, and Big Sky those first four weeks. Hellgate's first true road game will be going up to Helena to take on the Capitol Bruins. Then they'll come back home to take on the Butte Bulldogs and finish off the season up in Kalispell to take on the Glacier Wolfpack. Overall, I think the Knights have a good schedule. A matchup with CMR who has a lot coming back and I think will be a very entertaining game. The Knights start tough and end tough in conference play. The middle will be the key for them to get to the postseason. The Knights will have some opportunities to test their offense and defense as they prepare for the late season push. When I think about a primetime game for the Hellgate Knights, 
I think it's the Glacier Wolfpack. This game had a ton of points last year. Flaherty set state records in that game, and Jake Rendina, I still think he had about five, six, maybe seven touchdowns in that game. This game is a good one because it features the run game of Glacier versus the passing game of Hellgate when you're talking about those two outstanding wide receivers. So there's really tremendous skill position play here in this game. So while Hellgate has been tossing the ball over the yard and Glacier's been handing it off to Rendina, could we see more records fall? Possibly, but I think this will be a great game for the Knights, and at the end of the season, they will have a ton to be playing for. The key stretch for the Knights, weeks 5 through 8, Flathead, Big Sky, Capital, and Butte. Hellgate is a team with a lot of talent, as I've mentioned. They have a chance, I think, to get a home playoff game. I don't know when that was... I don't know when was the last time that happened. The Knights will need to try and go 3-1, and one, if possible, to get a chance at a home playoff game. I'm not saying Hellgate or any team is out of any games or will be automatic losses, but again, a key stretch is where I think there's a chance for some epic games and games with a ton of playoff potential. For Hellgate, I think it's in the middle of the season. Now let's go to the Flathead Braves, who went 0-7 last season, and they were the 8th seed in the West. The Braves' opponents combined record 37 and 37, and even 500. Flathead will go on the road to Billings the first week to take on the Skyview Falcons. They'll come back home to take on the Gallatin Raptors. Then in conference play, Flathead starts on the road to take on the Capitol Bruins. We'll return home to take on the Butte Bulldogs, then go back down to Missoula to take on Hellgate. Then we'll have two straight, or sorry, three straight home games as they'll take on Sentinel and Helena. But Flathead is the road team in the crosstown game against Glacier, but we all know how that goes. That actually is a home game nonetheless. Then Flathead will finish the season in Missoula, taking on the Big Sky Eagles. Being at the bottom is no fun. The Braves won out, and they won out fast. The Braves have a solid schedule. The Braves will see Skyview on the road. Never an easy trip for Flathead or teams from Kalispell to go all the way to Billings. Then they get Gallatin at home, who could be a dark horse playoff team in their first ever meeting. Flathead will get Sentinel, Helena, and Glacier in a row. Won't be easy, but I think Flathead could have some momentum going into that stretch. Now let's talk about Flathead's primetime game. And I think this is a game that people probably aren't circling on their schedule, but I'm telling you, I think there's a good reason to. It's Flathead versus Gallatin. Old school versus new school. Flathead over 100 years old. Gallatin's only a couple years old. The Braves will be at home in Kalispell, and a Braves home opener is big. Braves are also under new leadership, so a good impression at home always makes a difference. The Braves will have to stop some tough playmakers like Ryland Schlepp over at Gallatin, but I think this will be a good opportunity to showcase the talent and the skills this Braves football team will have. I think that game really, to me, is kind of one of those under-the-radar games nobody really thinks about when the schedule comes up, but I'm telling you, I think it's one of those games that actually becomes really, really good once Friday night actually comes. Looking at the key stretch for the Flathead Braves, it's the first five games. Playing Skyview and Gallatin could help the Braves get off to a good start, then open up conference play against Capital, Butte, and Hellgate. Three out of those first five are on the road, so the Braves will need to be road warriors. How they start conference play will tell us where this team sits when they get into the tough stretch that is Sentinel, Helena, and Glacier. Again, the good thing is, though, is that those three games are at home for the Flathead Braves. That is a look at every team's schedule in the West. Now, how do they rank when it comes to who has the toughest schedule in the Western AA? Coming in at number 8 is Glacier, with a 414 opponent winning percentage. 
then Hellgate at number 7 with a 472 opponent winning percentage. Big Sky with 479, flatted at an even 500. Then you look at Sentinel with a 506 opponent winning percentage, Helena with the same. I slightly gave Helena the edge because they're playing Sentinel, the defending conference champs. Then at number two is the Butte Bulldogs with a 533 opponent winning percentage. And the team with the toughest schedule in the Western AA Conference is the Capital Bruins with a 578 opponent winning percentage. So again, number eight, Glacier. Number seven, Hellgate. Number six, Big Sky. Number five, Flathead. Number four, Sentinel. Number three, Helena. Number two, Butte. And number one, Capital. Those are the toughest schedules in the Western AA Conference. Helena and Sentinel were tied by every decimal point. So again, that's why I gave the edge uh, to Helena. Outside of that, there were no other tiebreakers. Capital will play the top four teams in the West, along with the number one seed and number three seed in the East last year. No cakewalk for the Bruins. It did surprise me Sentinel wasn't a little bit higher, just because, again, they're taking on Sentinel and Bozeman as well. Uh, again, they are playing three teams that had six wins or more, and they're also playing Billings West. Butte was a little bit of a surprise at the top as well. I have to imagine playing the number two and number four seeds from the uh, east was the, probably the reason that it projected them up along with obviously playing uh, their conference opponents. But again, I was a little surprised to see Butte as that number two team as the toughest ranking. Now I will reveal who has the toughest schedule in the double A. Now how I rank this is the team with the toughest schedule is at number one. The team with the Easiest schedule by opponent's winning percentage is number 16. So we'll start things off at number 16 with the Glacier Wolfpack. At number 15 is the Skyview Falcons. Number 14, the Gallatin Raptors. Number 13, the Hellgate Knights. Number 12, the Big Sky Eagles. Number 11, the Senior Bronx. And at number 10 is the Flathead Braves at an even 500. Everybody below Flathead was below that 500 opponent winning percentage. At number nine is Sentinel. At number eight is Helena. And number seven is Billings West. Number six is CMR. Then coming up at number five is Belgrade with an opponent winning percentage of 520. At number four, Great Falls with a 527 opponent winning percentage. Number three is Butte. Number two is Bozeman with a 540 opponent winning percentage. And taking the top billing with the toughest schedule and all the double A, according to opponent winning percentage, is the Capital Bruins with a 578 opponent winning percentage. What do you think? Leave me comments below or send me questions on Facebook or Twitter at the Knock On Sports or email me at knockonsports at gmail.com. That'll wrap up our schedule preview series as we spent the last two episodes talking about the schedules of the Eastern and Western Conference. I do want to add that I wish the coaches in a way could create their own schedule. Like I think Bozeman and Butte should play every year in non-conference. It's a rivalry game, so why not have it? How about West and Helena this year in that quarterback battle? Flathead versus Belgrade. Or go back a few years with Kyle Sampson and Flathead taking on Great Falls with his dad Mark Sampson there. Glacier and Bozeman have played some epic games in the past as well. Again, not saying the current system is terrible, but if the coaches called up each other and said, hey, let's play week one or two, why not? Go year by year as well. Don't have to lock into a two-year deal, at least for non-conference. Just some food for thought here on the Knock On Sports Show podcast. 
As we're getting ready to wrap things up here on the show, I want to give a big shout-out and a big thank you to my good buddy John Kemper who came up with the new logo that I have put out. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at it, make sure you check it out on all those social media platforms or here on the podcast. You can see the new logo. I really appreciate John coming up with that. And again, John has done a tremendous job when it comes to doing all kinds of great things for the Hell in a High programs, when it comes to graphics and things of that nature for the players. He does tremendous work, so it's really, really uh, cool to see him because he pours all his heart and soul into that, and uh, he does great work. And like I said, I really appreciate him taking some time and, and putting this logo together for me. So again, really appreciate John Kemper uh, helping me out. So with that being said and getting through all eight Western AA Conference teams, an interview with an outstanding senior quarterback at Helena High in Caden Hewitt, it is time to wrap this thing up. Coming up next week on the show, I'll have more guests as I start my Coaches Conversation Series. We'll preview each team with the head coach for the 2021 high school football season. We'll hear from the coaches on almost a regular summer and gearing up with new rosters here in 2021. Remember, fans, please consider supporting the show by becoming a Patreon member. You can become one for as little as a dollar. If you have any questions or comments, leave them below or email me at knockonsports at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to my very special guest, senior quarterback from Helena High, Caden Hewitt, for joining us on the Knock On Sports Show Hotline. This has been the Knock On Sports Show Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Knockreiner, and I am knocking out.